I'm Michelle Broadbent and welcome to your Business Boost podcast. Join me as I take you behind the scenes to show you what it's really like to build a successful business. I'll be sharing practical tools, advice and insights that will change the way you work. So if you're ready to boost your business and your life, let's get started with today's episode. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Your Business Boost Podcast. So I wanted to share with you today the biggest growth strategy that I have applied in my business to date, and that is being a guest on other people's podcasts. It was something that I very intentionally set out to do about two and a half years ago, and I have consistently put myself out there. I have offered up my services as a podcast guest um, every month, pretty much. I There isn't a month that goes by where I don't reach out to or accept invites from my business buddies and even people that I don't know so well and appear on their podcast. And I can honestly say, particularly when I first started doing it, that was the thing that I saw had the greatest impact on my revenue and the growth in my business. Contact page on my website or an inquiry form, I will always ask the question, how did you hear about me? And nine times out of 10, it is when I have spoken on someone's podcast or presented into one of their membership groups or community groups. So I felt that it was really important that I go deep in that strategy with you in case you are sitting there wondering what activity you can do to really impact your business. And the best person that I know to talk about this in depth is one of my business buddies, Christina Lankowski. She is an authority on podcast guesting. She makes a living out of getting business owners on to other people's podcasts. And something that she does, which I don't think there are very many businesses that do this these days, is she guarantees her work. So if you work with Christina, she guarantees placement. And I think that's just so cool because, you know, in this crazy business world that we all work in, like how much is truly guaranteed these days? But Christina knows her stuff. What she doesn't know about podcast guesting isn't worth knowing. And I think with the explosion of podcasts, particularly here in Australia, there is so much opportunity for you as a business owner to tap into that world and build up your exposure, but also your confidence. Like I think the thing with podcast guesting for me is that it just made me get more and more comfortable talking about what I do, what I offer, how I can help people and just sharing my insights so that then when I decided last year to, sorry, it wasn't last year, it was this year, um, (laughs) how long this year has been, um, when I decided this year to start my own podcast, it was a much easier 
start because I had had the practice on all um, the other people's podcasts. So Christina is going to share all the inside information with us today about what it takes to be a great guest on a podcast, but also for people who are considering starting their own podcast, how to be a great host of a guest as well. Um, because obviously I have I have been hosted by many, many um, different podcasts and the experience has been absolutely incredible, I would say most of the time, but there are, there have been a few where I've kind of gone, oh my God, like, you know, is, is it a bit, but I think it's one of those situations like so many in business where we don't know any different, especially when you are working in a bit of a bubble of your own business and your own podcast. So Christina and I touch on that as well. Um, she has got some great resources as well, which I will link to in the show notes, which you can find at michellebroadbent.com.au forward slash podcast. Um, but she is an absolute firecracker, Christina. You're going to love her and you're going to love having her in your life. So I'm not going to talk anymore because her and I do a whole lot of that in our chat. So I'm going to now introduce you to my friend, Christina Lankowski. Christina, thank you so much for joining me today on your Business Boost podcast. Thank you. I am so, so excited to be here and talking to your audience. Yeah, you are like my my go-to in terms of the inner workings of the podcast <laughs> world. Um, you know, I don't know anyone who knows as much as you do, which is why I wanted to bring you on here today because for a lot of my listeners, they would like to either start appearing as as a podcast guest or they are already attempting to do so but need some yeah help in terms and guidance in terms of the best way of doing that so um I, I guess I wanted to start by like do you think that the fact that podcasting has just exploded over the last few years do you think that that makes it easier or harder for someone to secure a guest spot on a podcast? So I think that this is a great, great question. And one thing I want to note is that since I know a lot of your audience is Australia based mm -hmm. podcasts, especially in Australia have exploded over the past year mm -hmm. with COVID, like even more percentage wise than, you know, the U S where I'm based oh, or okay. other countries. Yeah. 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 And it's not to say that they haven't grown in other countries too, but Australia has seen a huge uh, curve in people that are starting to listen to more podcasts and subscribe to more podcasts and start more podcasts, which I think is always great. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a firm believer in the reason that I focus on this particular medium is because the fact that it has a low barrier to entry, meaning that like you don't have to have a ton of money to start a podcast or to be a guest on a podcast or to do anything like that. You can get out there, get your story out there. And the more places that you can do that, the better. Mm -hmm. And so I'm a big believer in the more places there are out there, the more opportunities to, to speak your voice, the mm -hmm. better it's going to be. And kind of the example I like to give Michelle is that, you know, yes, there's a ton of podcasts out there. And some of your listeners might be thinking, yeah, and some of them are pretty small, right? Like they might only get a hundred downloads or 150 downloads or whatever per uh, episode. episode. 
Mm-hmm. And so they'll be like, is that really worth my time? And the thing that I want to say to you is yes, it a hundred percent is. Um, I've had people bring that up to me before, ask me that even our clients, things like that. And the fact of the matter is you're not going to know the numbers ahead of time. We don't know the numbers ahead of time. I don't know how many downloads Michelle's show gets unless she decided to share that with me. I don't know that information. So, you know, don't get hung up on the numbers and all that type of stuff. If I get to get in front of 150 people's ears that have never heard of me before and they trust this host and what this host has to say, I will do that 10 times out of 10. I mean, if someone were to call me and be like, hey, Christina, we have this event. Um, We'd love you to come speak at it. It's going to have 100 of your ideal customers in it. Girl, I'd be there. I'd be booking that flight. I'd be getting that hotel room. Like the opportunity to really share my story and have people connect with me on a platform to me that's really just next level of being able to up that no like and trust factor. And I'd rather get on a podcast and have 10 super interested people reach out to me that heard me on a podcast, than go on a huge podcast. I mean, I'm just saying, if it's not the right audience, go on, you know, a huge podcast where maybe a thousand people join my list, but not a single one of them purchases purchase from you. Yeah. That's, that's, yes absolute that's gold christina because... already started on my soapbox just yeah. going on <laughs> i love your soapbox and i feel like we're gonna we're gonna hear a lot of that but look that's that's why i love you so much because you tell us the truth and you yes. see the inner workings you see what goes on so it's not like you're just making this up you are seeing this is real information and i couldn't agree more like that sort of niching and going for those um you know those really targeted podcasts i think is an incredibly good um growth strategy in terms of you yes. know, building your profile, building your business, building that know, like, and trust factor. And yeah, um, yeah imagine 150 people in a room listening to you. I think that's, you know, fantastic. So, so with that in mind, um, like, I'm just going to cut straight to the chase here. Do where, it. where do you see people going wrong with their podcast pitches? Where do you... Yeah. See, you know, the, the, you know, and, and I, you know, I see this myself. People are like, oh, but I've been yes. approaching people yeah. to be on the podcast, and no one's saying yes to me. Where do you, where do you think yeah. they're going wrong? Well, I think, and you'll probably have some great insight on this too, as a host, because mm-hmm. you're probably getting pitches from people that are yep, I am. on your show. And the fact of the matter is, according to most of the hosts that I talk to, which is on a daily basis, um, nine point nine out of ten pitches they get are just crap. Like there's no other real word for it. Yep. Um, the, the method that I've heard used before that I think is very appropriate is a lot of people use a spray and pray yes. type methodology to methodology. There we go. Got it. Yep. With, um, you know, how they send out pitches. There's no personalization. There's no, you, I mean, you as the host can tell that, mm. that you, they haven't listened to your show. They have no idea what's going on with your show, what's happening, who their ideal customer is or who who your ideal audience member is, et cetera. So I think the biggest mistake that I see is people that just send out a bunch of cookie cutter pitches and expect for that to work. Mm -hmm. It's not, I mean, it is a numbers game, but it's not. And what Mm -hmm. I mean by that is like, you could send out a hundred crappy pitches and maybe you will book a couple of those shows, but they're probably not going to be great shows Mm -hmm. for my money. I would much rather put a little bit more time and some more effort into sending out 10 or 20 high quality pitches Mm -hmm. and to shows that I know are full of my ideal customers. 
and convert a higher percentage of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that I think is the big thing to keep in mind is that personalization, the connection with the host, and the biggest thing that you should be thinking about, what value you bring to their audience. It's not what you're selling. I'm not on here to sell. I'm on here to bring value to Michelle, your podcast listeners. Mm-hmm. And that's what you need to be going into. It is that service over self-promotion mentality. Yes. And that's what's going to make all the difference in where you get booked, how you get booked and how you show up as a guest. Mm, that's great. Yeah. I, th- I think there is nothing. I mean, look, you know, obviously you need to use that platform to showcase your talents, but there are different ways yes. to showcase it other than saying, buy my book, buy my course, buy this, but like peppered all through, all through the interview. Um, exactly. you know, we want to, yeah, show, don't tell. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. it. So it's not, a, yeah. it's not a half hour infomercial for you. Like, yeah. I think that's the, the point of it, right? Like don't go at it with that mentality, be going at it with like, I'm going to share my story. I'm going to talk about some value that I can bring to your audience. Hopefully mm. they're going to connect with that. And then at the end, I'm going to be able to tell them where they can find out more about me, connect with me, et cetera. And, you know, they're going to be a way warmer lead when they come and join your list or follow you on social media or that type of thing, than you know, a cold ad or, yeah. you know, something like that. Yeah, sure. So, so if you could give us say, I don't know, like the top three things that we, you know, if we're, if we want to pitch ourselves as a podcast guest, what do we need to absolutely make sure that we do in that pitch to give us a better chance of success? Yeah. I love this question. First and foremost, get their name right. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. One extra minute. It is not it is not a big deal um, to go into iTunes or go into Spotify. Their name is literally under the name of the podcast. It is not this huge deal. You don't have to like research for hours to mm. find their name. No, yeah. just go get their name, make sure it's spelled correctly and put it at the beginning of your pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that that seems so basic. You have people that are listening to you right now. They're like, yeah, obviously I would do that. But I, you people probably don't. know, I, I can't even tell people do not they're like hi host mm. or like hey there yes or they yes. spell it wrong or something yeah so. or I get a hi Michelle Broadbent like all one word and I'm like <laughs> uh, okay <laughs> I love this stuff do. and yes. you wrote this email yourself did you yeah no, no. did you is this a, <laughs> a spray and pray I think it is mm. yeah we um yeah that's a, that's a good tip off that they, they probably haven't taken the time there mm-hmm. but that is truly what i would say is the first of the three that i would mention mm-hmm. the second thing i would mention is i i already brought it up but have a personal connection and yeah. the way that a great way to do that is to listen mm-hmm. to their show and it's okay if you don't listen to the whole thing maybe you listen to 15 20 minutes kind of catch their vibe you know, see what they're about, maybe hear a couple things that you're like, oh, that's really cool. Like I can resonate, you know, like I resonate with them on that or this and put that in your opening little couple sentences, your opening yeah. paragraph, you know, say something in there that's going to really connect you with them. Or if you follow them on social, go onto their social media. If you see that they're a big yoga fan and so are you, that's a connection point. Yeah. You know, maybe they just had a baby and you're like, oh man, I hope you're getting some sleep. I remember those days, yeah. you know, this and that. These are little things, but they, these are the things that I cannot even tell you. We have hosts write us back because we, you know, we're pitching on behalf of our clients, Mm. but we're making that personal connection. And we have people write us back that are like, 
immediately, like, I want to read the rest of this because I could tell you you've actually done your homework. You've actually listened to the show or, you know, you've researched me and that is already a step above 99% of the pitches that I get. Mm -hmm. So I would say that's the second thing is have that personal connection in there with the host, whether that's, I mean, ideally it's from listening to their show, but ideally it's listening to their show and maybe checking them out on social media, seeing if there's something that you connect on. Yeah. The third thing, and I know I already said it, but you got to come well in regards to bringing service over Mm self-promotion, but you need to come with solid topic ideas. Um, I think that sometimes people think that they're making it easier for the host. If they just tell them what they're an expert at and are like, you let me know what you want to talk about, you know? And I think that they think that's being really like, um, helpful. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're doing it necessarily because they're lazy or something like that. They think that that's the way they should do it. And, um, for, for a host, you need to make their job easy for that. So if you come to them with two or three solid topic ideas that are going to bring insane value to their audience, and they can just say, yes, I really like this one, or maybe they want to tweak it a little bit, but it's given them an idea of like what, you know, the general focus is going to be on. That is a huge way for us to, to get a yes from somebody. And nine, nine times out of 10, they choose one of our ideas. If they, if they decide that they want to have that guest on, I would say it's very rare that they're like, I want to talk, I want to have them on, but I want to talk about something else. Typically they're going to take one of those ideas and have that be what the topic is. Mm, Yeah. I just, I love that the make, making it easy for the host and, and um, yeah, I've had, you know, I've had, you know, people pitch to me and um, they've been really, really specific. It's like, you know, uh, and I've, you know, I've been pitched directly, but also through like agents and that kind of thing. And they'll say, I've got, you know, this is so-and-so and she can talk to, you know, these, these topics. And, and so then because I've, you know, I have all my content topics mapped out. So it's like, okay, well, then I could, I could see where I could fit them into the mix. And like you said, just making it so much easier for the host because, um, yeah, there is a lot, there's, there is a lot to being the host of, of a podcast and, and oh, you know, coming up with all the content ideas and keeping yeah. that going. So if someone's going to do that for you, but obviously knowing their audience. So it's not like, you know, Michelle, I want to come on your podcast and talk about gardening. It's like, well, um, yeah. I'm sorry. But, um, but, uh, but yeah, knowing something Which that's was gonna... my second pitch to you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I love that you said that because you guys like listen to that from a host that's saying, yeah. make it easy for me. Yeah. Um, you know, make it easy for me to say yes. And guys, that's how we've gotten our clients on Tyler McCall, Heather Sager, these people is because we're bringing these to- specific topic ideas that, that they're like, oh, dang, I want to talk about that. Yeah. And so they're not going to take that idea and give it to someone else. Trust me. I'm never, I have not had that happen. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, it's more of like a, Oh, that's an awesome idea that this would be the great, this was, this is Perfect. awesome. I'd love to have them come on and talk for about our it. audience. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. So on that topic of like making life easy for, for mm-hmm. the podcast host, we come on as a guest, how can we be a good podcast guest? Yeah. Great. Great question. One is you already mentioned it, but podcast hosts, you guys, if you don't have your own podcast and I just started my own. And so I'm at the beginning of understand. I mean, I've always understood it from this side, but mm-hmm. understanding it from the other side, it is so 
much work, you guys. It like <laughs> it is a lot of work if you're doing, especially if you're doing all the all of it yourself, the editing mm. and the content creation, all that stuff. So the first thing that makes you a great guest is to come with gratitude for the fact that they are spending this time to have you on. Like I'm insanely grateful for Michelle to take this time to talk with me so that I can have the opportunity to get in front of her audience because I know how much work goes into that. So a great guest, what I like to do at the end of a podcast. And one thing that I recommend to our clients is like, okay, once you've hit end on the deal, you know, you guys had a great time. Like at the end of our last Michelle, this, like, how can I support you? Like, do you, would it help if I, you know, or is it helpful to you for me to come in and do you have a membership that you'd like me to come and speak with this about? Um, you know, do you want to do an Instagram live the day that this drops, you know, like what are the different things that I can do to support you in this endeavor? And that's a going to make a difference to a host. I can tell you not a lot of people do that. They hit end on zoom and they're done. Mm -hmm. So that makes a great guess again, just genuine gratitude for the time that that host is putting in and, and taking to do all this with you. Um, the other thing is, and we kind of talked about this offline, but it is the number one complaint I hear from podcast hosts is that they have someone on their show and then they never hear from them again in the sense that the episode drops, they maybe even give them, um, uh, collateral to put up on their, you know, social media and whatever. And they never see them do that. Mm. So the podcast host just spent all this time doing this episode, editing it, creating collateral for you to get it out in front of your audience too. And then you never share it. Mm. Now that may not be true all the time. Maybe they put it in their e-newsletter. They put it on something else that the host doesn't see. It's not to say that that's always what's happening, mm. but a really easy way to be a great, great guest is to share when the episode drops. Yeah. And the thing that I like to do is I take excuse me, every episode I'm in, chop it up and then use that content over and over and over again. I mean, mm -hmm. tagging the host each time you do. We have one client of ours that is a, so good at doing this. He takes every interview he does, chops it up into like five or six different audiograms. And then he just has them on a carousel um, going out regularly. And they're, the host is tagged, the name of the show, et cetera. And man, he, that has really taken him far because people come into your orbit at different times. They yes. haven't seen that you've been on that podcast. They don't know, you know, so you might post something up again three months later and it's brand new to a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that that's important is to, again, just be sharing um, that content over and over again. It's important for you, but it's important for the host too. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the two big things I think for after the interview that make you a great guest. And then beforehand, what I think makes you a great guest, listen to the show. Yes. Listen yes. to the show before you go on it. Mm -hmm. um, so like Michelle, you know, said to me like, Hey, I ask every guest this or that. I'm like, girl, I know, you oh. know, like, <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, yes. it's, you knowing, you don't have to know every single thing. You don't have to yes. listen to every episode. You don't have to do mm -hmm. anything like that. But like, I like to listen to it the day of, or the mm -hmm. day before to mm -hmm. kind of get my one episode. I'm not saying yeah you know, a, a 10 or anything like yeah. that, but mm. one, and one that I'm genuinely interested in, like I'll go find a topic that I'm like, Oh, you know, this, this would be cool. Um, listen to it. And, um, yeah, I think that that just gets me hyped up and kind of ready to go for the, the interview. And in the zone, I find that too. I yeah. mean, this is a weird little thing of mine, but when I go, when I'm not, when I'm doing interviews, but if I'm recording a solo episode, 
I will go and listen to not not to my not to mine, but I will listen to like, yeah, girl. someone yeah. <laughs> else. Like I will, I, I I like I like I listen to that sort of that just walk, go for a walk, even if it's just around the block for fifteen yeah, minutes, yeah, yeah, yeah. just to get my head in the zone of actually podcast of podcast land um and but I love what you said there too Christine about the sharing like sharing is caring and before I had my own podcast um I supported a a client of mine as she brought her podcast to life and she um had she was going to do like a summer series um in on her podcast but she was like oh I don't know what to do and da 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 and she had been a guest on like many very quite high profile podcasts um, throughout the year. And I said to her, look, why don't you ask the the hosts of of that podcast if you can share your interview with them, but on your platform as your summer series. And she was like, great idea. Yeah. Can I I do that? Like, is that, and and I'm like, well, it's not going to hurt to ask. And every single one of them was like, oh my God, yes. Because she, she did that chat with them, you know, back in March, but the content was still really current. And, um, and it was just another way. And by that stage, obviously she'd built up her own audience with her podcast so it was a different bunch of ears that were coming to that 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 interview so never I think that the message that that I'm saying here from being on both sides of the fence is never assume that because some people think oh well it's it's their product like it's their content they should control how it goes out but it's like no as a host share it everywhere like you know Mm -hmm tell everyone and um as a host as a guest yes. tell everyone yeah. get it out there no they're putting this out here on a public platform like they want you to share it yeah. so yeah mm-hmm. there you go so some of the people listening christina have their own podcast um or are thinking about dipping their toe in the water yes. and as you said they should do it it's a great and it is such a great a great thing to have in your us and I guess as a as a um, yeah. as a business owner. So if if you, if you were to give a host some tips on how they could make the most of having a guest on their podcast, what would you say to them? Because again, I've seen this done really well. I've also seen it done not so great. So um, <laughs> have you got some insights for us there? We talked about how as a guest, you always want to be making it easy for the host. Mm-hmm. But I think that as a host too, it's definitely helpful to make it as easy for the guest as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, in our work, we work with a lot of hosts and some have definitely more, um, you know, more things that we need to fill out than other, you know, more preforms or more information, stuff like that. It's all good. However mm-hmm. works best for you as your platform, just have it be consistent. So, yeah. you know, if you as a host, like what may, what really helps a guest is if you're like, these are the things I need from you by this date. And maybe you have that in an air table. Maybe you have that in a Google doc, something yeah. that they can just put in there. You know, maybe you or a VA check it a few days ahead of time to make sure that everything's in there, but it's just consistent for everybody. There's not like a scramble yeah. at the last minute to figure mm-hmm. out what's going on. One thing that I know is it's just the way it is for a few uh, platforms like Screencaster or Zencaster or things like that. We don't get the link until like 24 hours before the interview. I will say that is very hard Mm. as a guest. Like, Mm. um, so if you have the, if that's what you want to use, use it. Mm. But if, if you are like trying to decide if that's what you want to do, or if you want to do something else, 
go with the one where the link, you can create it automatically at the time of booking, because it's, again, it's just making it less stressful for everybody. Instead of literally you getting panicked emails 24 hours ahead of time, like what's the link or worse, like four hours ahead of time or an hour ahead of time or at the time, you know, of people like, where is this? Like what, you know, where am I supposed to show up? So I would definitely say that. And the other thing that, um, I mentioned to Michelle kind of offline, but I will absolutely go off on my soapbox on this is don't charge guests Mm. to be on your show. Um, And I want to briefly dig into why that I say that Um, because I'm seeing this trend really a lot. Um, Like it's definitely started happening, especially in the last few months of uh, we'll pitch, we'll pitch a client or something like that. And people will be like, oh yes, they sound great. I'd love to have them on the show it's going to cost $400 for them to be a guest on the show or whatever. And (laughs) that ain't going to work. And Mm -hmm. I'll tell you, and and it truly doesn't really have to do with the money. And I want to explain why. So I've been in PR for 15 years. So I've seen a lot of things happen in this industry. And I love podcasts. That's why I went in with podcasts. But great examples of what's going to happen with podcasts is what happened with social media in the fact that we had all these influencers that were saying, Ooh, I love X product. Um, you know, I really enjoy it. Um, it's my favorite, da, da, da. And people didn't know that that was paid for. Mm. They thought that that was just that person saying like, I really love this soda, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And finally, I think it was the FCC um, came down and was like, no, like you can, you are, the consumer does not know that this is something that you were paid for. Like if, you know, if they were paid a thousand dollars to talk about this soda, the consumer is not knowing that. So they don't understand, like, they don't understand that that's a paid sponsorship or an ad and things like that. Mm -hmm. So you have to put on your social media stuff now legally, you know, like ads or sponsored or something like that. Yeah. That's exactly what podcast hosts are doing when Mm -hmm. they start to ask for funds, you know, ask for payment. Mm. And I don't think, I truly don't think that most of them know what they're doing. Mm. Like, I don't think that it's coming, like I'm saying this from an education standpoint, because I don't think that people understand. Mm. Um, I don't think people are like, oh, we should totally, I mean, I think they're just thinking, oh, we could charge money for this. It takes a lot of time and effort to create the podcast. So Mm -hmm. this is a way that we can monetize it. And the thing is, if you want to disclose Mm. that the person on your podcast is paid, a paid guest or they're a sponsor or their advertiser for that show, then that's a different story. Mm. If that's yeah. what you want to do and you're going to be upfront about it, yeah, that's all good, mm. you know, but most people are going to listen to that interview differently yes. than if they didn't know that, mm. you know, that it was a paid for sponsorship paid or something. For. Exactly. Here I am going off on my, on my, uh, no, it's a really good, it's a really, really good point. Yeah. Because, because especially when people are starting out, um, you know, if when they're just starting and they think, oh God, well, do I have to, do I have to pay to play? It's actually, no, you don't. There are other ways to monetize your podcast and, and look, you know, we're seeing all sorts of things like, you know, um, actual brands like consumer brands having their own podcast and all of that sort of thing so yeah they would probably have 
I don't know, rate cards and all of that kind of thing. But yeah, um, sure. but I think the, but if it's an ad, yeah. then that's yes, fine. yeah, absolutely, and that's yep. fine. Yeah, mm. but I'll point out to them like this is now an ad. Mm. So how are you disclosing that? Mm-hmm. And if you are disclosing it, then great. But now I get to know all your stats because yes. this is an ad campaign, you know. But it's it's going to happen, and it's important for you to know what you can be asking and what you should be expecting. Yeah. For so many people, this is uncharted water. And and yes. that's why I brought you on today was to help demystify what it is like. Christina, I have loved all of your wisdom that you have shared with us today. I always ask each of my guests to share something that they've read, watched or listened to that will give our listeners a bit of a boost. What have you got to share with us? So I definitely have a a book that I want to recommend. Um, Mm -hmm. But before that, I'll give it kind of an embarrassing one. But um, (laughs) I listen to this is this is really going to call me out. But I love BTS, the K-pop. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) I'm all in. I mean, I am like drives my husband absolutely insane, but Uh I absolutely love them. So um anyways that would be my that's my one and they have like some you know a lot of their songs are korean some are like half korean half english i don't know korean i have no idea (laughs) you know but i just very much enjoy it they have some english language songs that always gives me a boost i have a pump up playlist that i play um like pretty much every morning when i start work that's like bts lizzo like just kind of these like different groups. And so anyways, those are some, some recommendations. And my number one song that I would say that I recommend for people to listen to is Lizzo soulmate. And it's not an appropriate around your kids song, but it's all about being your own soulmate. And I absolutely love it. So that is one. Um, And the second thing is much more business oriented, which is uh, I really, really love We Should All Be Millionaires by Rachel Rogers. Okay. Um, and that book for me really made me look at a lot of things differently. And it's, mm-hmm. it's a business book because she's a businesswoman and she wants women to step into their own business roles and things like that. Really, I found it fascinating in this, this sense of like, and we have a mutual mentor, Tina Tower, who also yes. talks about this as well, you know, but I think I was always like, yeah, a million dollars, like, yeah, that'd be cool, but I guess whatever, you know, da, 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 like, I'm fine, you know, stuff like that. And reading Rachel's book was really inspiring for me of like, like money isn't evil, like think of it as what can make the changes that you want to see in the world. And that really impacted me and made me think about my business differently and kind of okay. how I scale it things like that. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. Well, we will put a link to those. BTS. Awesome. That's like two different tangents. Well, actually, <laughs> yeah, you'll I, have to put a link I, to I don't think BTS need to read the We Should All Be Millionaires because yes. they have like well past that little milestone in their lives, I'm sure. But um, that's brilliant. We will oh, put, yeah. the links to, we'll put the links to those in the show notes. Now, speaking of links in show notes, Christina, where can people get more of you in their life? More Christina. Um, if you'd like to hear more of my rants, feel free to follow me on my publicity related rants. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, which is at publicity X Christina. I'm sure Michelle will link to that. And then I also have a really fun interactive quiz at, um, podcast publicity quiz.com. Um, and I'll make sure that that's in there as well, but it really, you ask some questions. It's a video quiz. Actually get to see my face in it. 
Um, you don't have to talk in video, but you, you know, are going to answer those questions and it's going to tell you like what the next best step is. Like if you're just beginning, you know, if, if you're looking for people to be pitching you kind of what level it is that you're at, where you're ready for. Um, so that's a great way. And I know I mentioned it to you, but I am doing a black Friday sale, something special this year. So it'll be at the end of November. Um, it's not a product we normally offer, like we've done it before, but this is the first time we're kind of offering it publicly. And that is for us to be creating email templates. So a custom email template for people. So yeah. For people to use to pitch. Yeah. Brilliant. And it's custom to them. Brilliant. Okay. So we'll, so I'll put all the links to connect with you and then obviously they will be then the first to hear when that comes through, but that's Great. So if you are listening to this and thinking, I don't know what to say, I don't know what to, well, Christina has got you in her her Black Friday sale. That's awesome. It'll be good. And it's a great product because like you said, people just get really stuck Mm. on what are they going to say? You know, we come up with topic ideas. We come up with like the solid topic ideas, the things to put in there. We start off with a quick little call. So we have like a 15 or 20 minute brainstorm session. Mm -hmm. Then we write it. And then they're going to have access to that by the end of the year. So you can kick off 2022. Brilliant. Love it. That's so good. Christina, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us today. I'm sure, you know, I I, I really hope for you listening that you feel like that the whole podcasting world is a a little less mysterious after listening to Christina, definitely. So thank you so much and I will talk to you soon. Thank you. Thanks for sharing some of your day with me today. I hope it's given you a little boost. To continue the conversation or access any of the resources mentioned in this episode, visit michellebroadbent.com.au. And if you want to give me a boost, you can hit subscribe and be sure to tell your friends. Speak soon. Speak soon.